Amanda and I'm Kristen and we are the extra sisters so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to episode 186 and in this episode we are continuing with the final destination saga and we will be discussing final destination three and this film is from 2006 and that is probably why this one is the most memorable for me personally Mm -hmm. not necessarily because of like the stuff that happens over any of the other stuff and any like the first two but it came out right when I was, you know, in middle school and like watching a bunch of horror. So it was kind of like in that golden era of me, like just inundating myself with horror, like watching anything I could get my fucking hands on. And so I probably saw it like many times, you know, or in that Same. time. I think I was like 16 at this point. So at this is my favorite of all of them. Actually, I go back and forth between two and three, but this is one of my favorites. Yeah, one was definitely the most forgettable to me, and I don't think that's anything against it because it obviously started the entire Mm -hmm. thing, but two had a lot of memorable things as well. The logs and the the flat plexiglass Mm -hmm. smashing the person, like... But three, like every time I was like, I remember the tanning bed and the roller coaster mm-hmm. and the hardware store. Like every time I remembered something significant, it was all from Final Destination 3. Mm-hmm. I love three. It's it's the best. And when I originally bought it, I bought it on DVD and it had this little extra part where you could like, it was like a game basically. And you could play each of the deaths and you would choose what the character would do. And it's like when mckinley the kid who is at the very end freaking out because his girlfriend died and he gets smushed by this big forklift like you decide is he gonna jump right or left and either way he gets smashed and stuff like that like uh, are the girls gonna get out of the tanning bed and that was super fun too that one was definitely the most disturbing to me was the tanning bed one. Oh, oh it's so terrible oh my god just to like and they did a really good job with the girls in the tanning bed because they're not mean girls like you assume they're actually sweet they're just a little dumb they're vapid exactly but they don't deserve that like you're not rooting for these assholes to get it you're sitting there going oh my fuck like when they're in the tanning bed and it's getting so hot that it's cracking above them and then it cracks below them Mm. i'm sitting there terrified for them yeah i mean it sets them on fucking fire and i think At that point, I would probably be, like, wishing for death because they're blistering, their skin Mm -hmm. is peeling off on the, you know, the glass or the acrylic or whatever. Yes. But the dude that, like, runs the place at the time, he hears them screaming and he's, like, slamming on the door, like, let me in. No, you hear someone screaming, you fucking bust down that door. It's, It's a glass door. Just fucking take something and break it. What the fuck are you doing? No fucking kidding, man. And also... He should have lost his job a while ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's also really cool because as they drift away, they you see these girls in their burning coffins, basically these twin coffins, and then it merges into them at the funeral in their twin coffins. And I thought that was a really good change of scenes. Like segue into the, mm-hmm. like they died and now we're moving on. Yeah. 
So the, our beginning premonition of this film, every film begins with a premonition of death, right? So the first one, mm-hmm. it was the plane. The second one, it was the major car pile up on the highway or whatever. This one is they are at a car, like a an amusement park and it's a senior class and which is like the coolest senior activity ever. I would have loved that. We had a Six Flags day. Really? Yeah, I think My go. school was way too small for that stuff. But we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, they didn't like rent out the whole park, but you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like they did either, but you still went with your entire, it doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> so she, there's one, our main girl here, Wendy, she is terrified of roller coasters and she really doesn't want to get on it, but her friends and her boyfriend convince her to do it. And she decides to sit in the back with her friend's boyfriend because her boyfriend really wanted to sit in the front. And so the other guy kind of lost a bet basically to sit with her in the back. And she gets a premonition of this entire roller coaster crashing and everyone dying. And so she freaks out, gets off the roller coaster and several other people have to get off too, because the whole back of the roller coaster has to get off when she gets off. And then everyone else on it, including her boyfriend and her best friend die. Mm-hmm. And then that's how we get our everyone that got off the roller coaster was supposed to die. So death is going to start coming for them in sequential order of that they were supposed to die on the roller coaster. Right. Which I I know that's the whole thing with Final Destination, but I cannot say it enough times. That is probably one of my favorite things is watching the death scene and then they come back and then all those like they get off and all those people die and knowing but not watching it again what they're going through up there. It, like, brings another level of terror to it. Yeah, I mean, that fucking... That's always so terrifying. Like, there was a phase in my life when I I hated roller coasters, and then I fucking loved them. Like, my dad made me go on one extreme roller coaster, and he was like, just do it. And then I couldn't get enough of them. And now I'm like... Mm, like, I want to roller love coasters. them. See, mm-hmm. it's been so long since I've had the opportunity to go on a roller coaster... First of all, I feel like I'm just getting old and I think everything just makes me dizzy now. <laughs> I'm like, two, like, I just am like, yeah, I see the things that people die from on roller coasters and, like, the chances are small, but not zero. <laughs> and what they are are pretty fucking traumatizing, so, mm, no. Not only that, but I'm from Dallas and we had six flies over Texas and Arlington, so that's the one that I grew up with. And we had giant, huge rides. Like these things were massive. They weren't just little dinky fair rides, right? So they when you fall to your death, it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet, right? Mm-hmm. Or like there was one year, like a couple like years when you ago. Punt somebody's face off their body. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple years ago when a woman literally on the Texas Giant at that theme park that I'm talking about that I grew up at fucking died on the Texas Giant or like uh, there have been several deaths at, you know, Six Flags Over Texas and it just, you know, it's like, ooh, I was there. I'd been on that ride. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -mm. I like the spinny ones where you like spin around like the egg scrambler and stuff. Those are my favorite. See, I liked all of them. I loved the swings where they would like bring you up and mm-hmm. you would just see but then i'm like what oh the god you're making me want to vomit <laughs> sorry <laughs> i love the swings like i loved the ones that i wasn't a huge fan of were the towers where that you would just go up and then you would just free fall i wasn't a huge mm-hmm. fan of those i would do them but like the superman at, at six flags over texas that thing was fucking massive like hmm, not a huge fan of free falls <laughs> 
But I like mm-hmm. the ones where your feet dangle and you just spin around in spirals upside down over and over and over. But those are the ones that people get kicked in the head when they, like this one dude one time, he fucking died. Did I make this up or is this, no. Is this from no. a movie or is this real? I'm pretty he sure went, it happened. He went to go get his hat. Yeah. yeah, his hat blew off and he went, he crossed the fucking danger zone to go get his hat and some lady literally punted his head off yeah, his body. Right, okay, yeah. One of those rides. Those are fun. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mm -mm. So I like those. But (laughs) as I'm getting older, I'm like, I have this major, major crippling fear that I'm going to get vertigo because that just sounds like torture to me. Mm. Actual torture. I think I would rather die. And because every now and then I just be getting dizzy. Like we went to the Olympic and Paralympic Museum here in Colorado Springs and they have these little platforms on each floor that kind of jut out so you can look down at the next floor below you and there's a screen that goes from one floor all the way up to the ceiling that's like four or five floors tall to the very seat you know and it shows digital graphics of different athletes and so I was standing on like the second or third floor trying to look at the screen and I got fucking dizzy because Mm. of like the I I don't know and then elevators make me feel like I'm moving after I get off of them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, when did I get too old, old right <laughs> elevators? Yeah. <laughs> like, So now I have this fear that like, I want to go to amusement parks and ride roller coasters and have a blasty blast. But I'm like, will I die? You know, will the vertigo just, kill me? I'll just take you to the North pole in Colorado Springs, which is for kids. And uh, you can ride the little mini roller coasters with my baby. There you go. Like the little caterpillar ones. Yeah. I almost I had to get a tetanus shot because of one of those one time. Oh my god, what the fuck! There's a fucking piece of metal sticking out of one, and every time I would like, you know, they do rock you around a little bit because they're just like little tiny rides. Mm-hmm. Uh, the metal kept digging into my knee every time it lurched forward. Oh, shit. So I just had a big giant gash in my knee, and I came off the ride, and I was like, "That kind of hurt." <laughs> god damn. Like yeah, yeah. Anyways, we got off track. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Anyways, I wonder if Dramamine helps with roller coasters or if that's just, like, pointless. <laughs> I feel like Dramamine's a placebo. I have no idea. I'm joking. <laughs> I always buy it to go on airplanes, but I never take it. It's more just, like, a safety net that I have it in my bag, mm-hmm. but I never fucking take it. I don't know why. I just have this fear of throwing up, so I guess I'm like, well, <laughs> if I get motion sick, at least I have Dramamine. Right. And I never do, so... Anyways, final destination. So, Wendy, our main character, she's also, like, taking pictures for the yearbook. She's, like, the photographer, but with, like, the tiniest digital camera ever. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And she takes pictures of everyone and kind of gets clues on how they're going to die moving forward. And so her and the guy she sat in the back with, which was her friend's boyfriend, they try to basically warn everyone that they're going to die once they kind of figure out what's happening. But of course, nobody really wants to listen to them because that's yeah, crazy. But here is my one problem with Final Destination or with Final Destination 3 at least. If you take out, so there's a guy that is a sleazebag and he keeps trying to like, he's an older dude who just comes back to fuck with the younger girls. Yeah, and, fuck him. Yeah. He has a camcorder basically because he wants to these girls to fucking show their boobs to him on the roller coaster which is never going to happen anyway but he still pulls out this camcorder and that 
it falls out of his hands. It wraps around this bar on the roller coaster on the actual rail. And then it sets off the hydraulics, which have been broken. That's how this whole thing happens. So if you take Frankie, is his name, with the camcorder, he's one of the ones that leaves the ride. If you take him off the ride, this doesn't happen anyway. So I'm, that's confusing. Oh, you're right. I didn't even pay attention to that. It's, you know, Final Destination is one of those things where you kind of have to leave logic yeah. out of everything here because now that was stupid on their part. Mm-hmm. They're asking you to leave logic at the door, but you just took out the entire causation. Exactly. For your effect, you know? Exactly. And even down to the hydraulics don't even get affected except there's a big football guy and they have to push down the little safety bar on him more. He also gets off the ride. So that doesn't even happen. So, but you know, that's also, it's, that's the fun of final destination is ignoring that stuff sometimes, but it's also watching it for the umpteenth time. Like I have, I was like, but what, but that wouldn't happen. Yeah. It's one of those movies where like, if you, you have to really not be a pretentious horror fan to watch these movies. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm not a pretentious horror fan. I do love pretentious films, but you there's a good, you know, you have to have a good mix in your life. And sometimes you just want to watch Final Destination 3. Like the gore yeah. factor, not not terrible, you know? Yeah, sometimes you just want to watch the football guy get his head bashed in with weights. Like, ooh, I forgot about that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so, many, so much death. Like, that's all mm-hmm. it is. And it's just... I have, oh man, I'm getting off topic a lot, but I've thought about why people love watching death so much and I still have not come up with a good answer. And like, this is one of those examples because this is a movie we consider fun and it's just a bunch of gory death. (laughs) And I'm like, ooh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, is it a good movie? Not really. Is it an okay movie? Sure. But it's mostly just there for like fun creative deaths and the Mm -hmm. whole final destination plot gives the filmmakers a reason to do that you know yeah i think especially for horror people like us who like to watch these films i think it's a lot of catharsis like we know that death is coming so sometimes it's so scary we have to laugh at it or we have to be like "Ooh, that was cool it's just so interesting because like i don't ever have that like conscious thought even when i'm like thinking about Mm -hmm. like why i love horror and why I love, I'm not going to say like why I love watching death, but obviously clearly to some extent I do because I just keep coming back to these movies and there is death in every single one of them or the theme of death. It's just so interesting because I can't like give you a reason. I can theorize like, mm-hmm. you know, like what you just said, mm-hmm. like coming to grips with death and like making light of death and, you know, just putting it in your face so that it's not so scary, you know, in the end. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's just like being part of like the human experience is just like that kind of that morbid Mm -hmm. curiosity and that like morbid, like you don't, it's not like you go around to your office job, you know, seeing that kind of stuff. So it's almost like this weird human nature that we crave is like that almost violence i don't know it's very interesting Mm -hmm. yeah like everybody is gonna die at some point let's watch these weird freak ways for it to happen 
And it's not everyone, you know, like my mother thinks that I'm just so fucking (laughs) weird and like hates it and like cannot handle it. Okay, but she also prays and prays and prays to go to a place that who cares about right now, but eventually it'll be happier in the other land. So, you know, nothing against that. It's just people have different ways to deal with life and death right now. That's true. That's definitely true. It's just so interesting. Like I, I have, it's so and it shouldn't be it should be like who gives a fuck right it's just sometimes so profound to me when I think about like why do I like coming home sitting down and watching people get murdered or you know what I just recently did I looked up books that were so disturbing that people had trouble getting through them and I ordered three of them why did I do that I love that what'd you order Marquis de Sade, because I wanted to read him so bad. No, I ordered. One moment. Barnes and Noble. I ordered. So, Haunted, a novel that is, okay, I can't say his last name. Chuck Pelinik. <laughs> Everybody's going to fucking scream at me for that one. I'm sorry. I didn't fucking read Fight Club. Fight me. I think it's stupid. Okay. Uh, but I've heard that one's really good. There's a one called Living Dead Girl. I bought that one. And then everyone's, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of this because Netflix turned it into a film. But I've heard the novel is very difficult to get through and it makes you very uncomfortable. It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. If anybody has heard of that one, it is on Netflix now. I have not seen it though. So that'll be interesting to read it and then I'm going to watch it but those were just a few and then there were actually a couple that I wanted that I guess got so popular because everyone was like this book is so fucking disturbing I couldn't find them even on eBay (laughs) Barnes and Noble were sold out eBay didn't have them so I'm just gonna have to come back to them at some point and find them but these are the ones that I'm going to start with because they're good like entries into reading disturbing content so let me know how it goes i will i also think it's going to help me on my writing journey a little bit yeah i bet it's kind of that weird shit yeah it's kind of shit i want to write so i think it'll help to read i kind of was very on the fence about that though because i didn't want to get it like in unintentionally influenced by something else but Mm -hmm. it's good to know your audience you know Mm -hmm. and what they're reading anyways moving on I'm just saying, that's fucking weird. Like, why do I want to come home and put myself in a dark state of mind when well, I, I already have it. depression, you know? <laughs> well, I know a lot of it for me isn't necessarily the depressing or the dark state of mind, but even even watching Final Destination a billion times in my life, because I love Final Destination 3, like I said, probably my favorite, I still got the adrenaline rush knowing when the football player is doing his weights and he's getting all pumped and he's like getting all aggressive with them. Like I always win. And I know that something bad is coming and I know that he is fucking around right now. And then, you know, he cuts the, the sabers cut down and he thinks it's all fine. And then he does one more lift. Like I always win. And then it comes down and smashes his head that whole time. I'm sitting there like, the adrenaline is stressing me out for him. And I think that's part of it for me. Even watching a movie forever, I still get some of that adrenaline. It may not scare me anymore, but I'm still like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And I think too, you know, we go on roller coasters for adrenaline. We skydive Mm -hmm. for adrenaline. We bungee jump for adrenaline. We 
drive faster than the speed limit for the adrenaline, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm sure a lot of it is that too, you know, yeah. it's just so I, we spend, or I, and me included, I spend so much time fighting anxiety with medication and in therapy. And then I'm like, Ooh, let's go stress myself out, you know, <laughs> by, by these high tension thrillers and things like that, that are intentionally there to make you anxious. But I think there's also that form of like, I can control this type of anxiety exactly it's my it's my safety zone of i am watching this it's the same reason i don't like going to haunted houses i don't want you touching me first of all and i know most of them they're allowed to do that now so it it brings it closer like you're actually going to harm me and i don't want that i do want the safety of my own home or the theater where it is on the screen and i can go home right but i still get that adrenaline right yeah absolutely and it it is it does like when you have films like Maybe not necessarily Final Destination 3, but when you have films like Hereditary, for example, that do explore really dark themes in really dark ways, it does take you to a place that you may not want to visit, but is definitely there with you, you know, all the time, like grief. Mm -hmm. Recently we did I Saw the Devil, and that was constant tension for me the whole time, but it wasn't good tension necessarily. Like, he's trying to avenge his poor pregnant wife. That's so sad. Yeah, like... When you think about it in theory, like, who the fuck wants to watch that? Like, a lot of people, because it was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the entire fucking world just watched Squid Game, and it's incredibly mm-hmm. violent, and it's kind of like a series of unfortunate events, you know? Like, it's, and we, we read those as kids speaking of. It mm-hmm. says on the first page, this will not have a happy ending, but you're still kind of yeah. holding on. <laughs> Maybe he's fucking kidding. He's not fucking kidding, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, I know this this is a weird conversation and a, you know, sidetrack from Final Destination 3, but it's just something I was like thinking about when I was like, ooh, right in the face. And I was like, how the fuck am I like this? You know what I mean? (laughs) What is wrong with me? Yeah. And I think part of it is because my mom was just here for like two weeks. And so, you know, she, we're just very different, which is fine. (laughs) We had a great time. But she has like said to me, like, why do you enjoy this? And I'm like, I don't know. No, leave me alone. You know, because I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, I have been through this and this and this in my life and horror is an escape. But then there are people that are not traumatized and have not been through anything. And they're like, I fucking love it. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. But it's just an interesting thing I was thinking about when I was watching this movie. Anyways, there's more to talk about, I guess, in this movie. (laughs) But... Yeah, we're still at the roller coaster, and she got people off the ride. (laughs) (laughs) The beginning, we talked about some of the deaths, though. Like you talked about the the athlete; he got his fucking head smashed in by a bunch of weights. Yeah, we talked about the poor girls at the tanning salon. Mm, So sad. Yeah, I would just God hope for a quick fucking death at that point. Oh my God! Which makes me think of the 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 Home Depot knockoff ones. They're working at the this lumber supply store it's these i can't tell if they're dating or if they're just best friends it's a guy and a girl Mm -hmm. and she gets a bunch of fucking nails shot through her face oh the nail gun goes off you know she didn't die quickly no you know she didn't that was slow and painful Mm. death is a bitch Mm -hmm. as we learned from the candy man yeah that and i guess that's part of the bad of final destination is because you don't get like, okay, in the second one, you get that plate glass window that drops on him. That was pretty quick before he got smushed. But in the first one, you get 
I think her name's Mrs. Newman, the teacher who got off yeah. the plane, and she gets stabbed in the chest and burnt with fire and her throat slit, like a lot of stuff. Not yeah, and that guy gets hung from his shower. Yeah. 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 So it's like Final Destination doesn't exactly give you some clean, quick kills. It, it does make a lot of people suffer. You know, I think that out of all of the deaths in this movie, let's see, as gory as it was, the head smashing one would probably be one of the better ones. Yep, I'd take that one. Because it was instant. He felt no pain. He didn't even know it was fucking coming and he was already dead. His brain smushed to smithereens, gone. Whereas a lot of the other ones, would I want to burn alive in a tanning bed? Absolutely. That's at the bottom of the list of what I would want. Yeah, Frankie, he gets rear-ended by a truck and the engine goes into the back of his head. Like, I don't... Uh, I wouldn't take that one. Mm-mm. 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 No. And then, you know, the McKinley at the end, something falls on him and like cuts him in half. Was he alive for very long? No, probably not. But it wasn't like to the head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like long enough to know something's wrong. Like that, that is one of my biggest fears just historically in life is people talking about the guillotine how they used to kill people that way and talking about how you're you're still seeing your body for like or like chickens like they cut off the heads of chickens and watch them run around terrifying to me Mm -mm. yeah like even if there's no cognition there like still to have some sort of pain receptor like Mm -hmm. and then maybe you don't i don't know i haven't done enough research on it but just the fact that it's a possibility and it could be like smash my head yeah, absolutely. Like the plate glass, the gym equipment. Yeah, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Fuck that shit. Like, mm. and then at the, so our main two characters and then, okay, can we talk about the, our main character's fucking sister for a second though? God. She's such a bitch, but I forgot that she was actually in Silicon Valley and I like her a lot more in that as an adult. That's all I had for that, though. Yeah, like, she's... I don't like the way she was written, though, because she was a bitch hmm. so unnecessarily. Yeah, just to be a bitch. Just yeah. Just to be that bratty younger sister. Well, she didn't need to be flipping everybody off all the time. Like, there was a time she flipped someone off, and I was like, there was no point in that. Literally <laughs> right. no point for that. Yeah. Like, the first one at the fair, like, when her sister was like, you're not a senior, you're not supposed to be here, and she flipped her off. I was like, okay. But then there was, like, another time when she flipped off, like, her sister's friend when he was like hey what are you doing here or whatever something like that because he was genuinely concerned and she flipped him off and i was like what was the point of that you could just like have a conversation with someone (laughs) trying to have a conversation with you that's not your sister she's also like the dumbest character because at the end we have our main guy and girl and the main girl's sister they survive until the end and we get on a subway train in new york and then everything goes poorly and that they all die but when they get on that train wendy talks about how you know she's having this bad feeling just like it was on the roller coaster she's kind of freaking out a little bit and her sister goes no we've played so many scenarios that you know you intervened and it skipped us no girl no that's not how it fucking works yeah skipped her i was about to say it may skip like one of you but it's not gonna just be like oh foiled again (laughs) yeah oh you're the main girl's sister okay i won't come after you no bitch you're still on like you're next uh 
Yes, yeah. But then they were all on the train together at the same time because death is a smart son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And it killed all of them. And it was like, listen, you think one of you got skipped? Well, what about this? I'm just going to take everybody down. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's pretty much how it ends. Everyone dies. Yeah. Which is honestly, you know, refreshing from the last two because we had that continuation, you know, which was cool. It was cool that, you know, Clear survived the first one and then she was in the second one and we have a survivor from there. But I like that we stopped that little pattern and we have no survivors in this one. Yeah, I don't think it really worked out for them in the second one as much. I don't think her story exactly. was very cohesive. Yeah, and it tried to, like, have something funny at the end with that kid's leg ending up as dinner. Like, no, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, so everyone dying gives them, you know, a point to be able to start anew. And plus, it just kind of makes more sense that Death is going to move on to a new group. Like, Death is not, like, it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to do this exactly. now. Exactly. Like, that whole train needed to die. Here, y'all just join on the train. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. For me, you know, is this the best movie in the world? No. Is it probably my, like, out of the three Final Destinations we've watched so far, the better one? Yes. Agreed. Plot-wise, about the same. You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why death would have a pattern or need to be beat or I guess my thing is I don't think you could my problem with the first two is I don't think you can beat death whereas they correct that in this one you don't exactly I do have one tiny tiny little problem with this one is we've had Tony Todd as like the gravekeeper in the last two and he does show up I don't know for four but I know he shows up for five and it kind of sucks that he didn't show up for this one yeah maybe they just didn't have a clever way to write him yeah like it made sense in the first one there yeah they were trying to reach out you know exactly in the second one we have clear to lead you but there's no reason here it makes sense but it sucks yeah you wanted to see him yeah i love tony todd maybe he makes the horror another one you know (laughs) by the fifth one he's like "Eh, i ain't doing much sure sure why not you know right yeah i don't know for me this will always be I love Final Destination series. I've told you guys that in the past. Two and three are my favorites. Three probably more so. And it's always fun for me to put on. And and this one is just like, there's a lot of rain and just stormy gloominess. And it just fits that fall sense for me too. So I don't know, four out of five for me. It's just fun. Yeah, I think for me it'd be a three. I think they're all pretty middle of the road. But this one's like more of a strong three where the other ones are like, a three, I guess. Because mm-hmm. this one's... I don't know if it's better because I watched it more when I was a kid or if it's just better because it's more cohesive feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But yeah, this one's more of like a middle of the road three for me. So I think the final destination series as a whole, probably a two. And and, and that's because (laughs) they continued it when they should not have, you know? Yeah. But for like, it's still the last one you've seen, right? Yeah. Okay. No, no. I've seen other ones. They all just blurred together. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see the most recent one though because they came out with one fairly recently, like within the last few years. Right? I only know about the five of them. I don't know. Hang on. <laughs> Not that they remade. It doesn't matter, I guess. Oh no, you're right. I feel like 2011 was like fucking five years ago, and I graduated 
2011 and it was not so <laughs> yeah I don't know why this is popping in my head but uh they I saw a picture of Lincoln from 2012 the movie and it just looks so blurry and stuff and I was like that was from 2012 that's like a bajillion years ago did you know that Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy song is turning 20 this year oh did not 20 <laughs> Wow. I was listening to that in elementary school, and now I'm almost 30. I love Avril. Yeah. Well, she's old. (laughs) We're all old. old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for for this review of Final Destination 3. You can find us on all of our social medias. Everything is the Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters and you can email us at theextrasisters at gmail.com. And, like, please do because our new series doesn't really work without you guys. And I don't want it to fall flat. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need communication, people. Come on. Give us your stuff. Yes. You can be – it can be totally embarrassing. You don't want to talk about it. I get that. But it still may be terrifying. Yes. I mean, the grudge. Come on. That, that fucks me up. And never the people are like, ew, really? Hey, dude. Pretty much any, like – facial body possession thing is gonna fuck me up so mm-hmm. you know send us the scariest movies that you can think of for us or just whatever like they can be psychological they can be disturbing they can just be your possessions ghosts it doesn't matter send us movies that you think will genuinely scare us that we haven't already reviewed and we'll see if it can take on the challenge and you can send it into everything i just listed there you can also find us over on patreon at patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast And next time, new decade, new rules. Till then, stay creepy.